welcome to the Badass Adventure Radio Podcast, where we celebrate stories of adversity and triumph in the outdoors, on the seas, and in the field. Yeah, man. Right across from the other side. The old podcast. Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh. <sighs> so, man, okay. I'm here, finally. It took long enough, right? Right, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, I only live in Virginia, so it's, yeah. like, it's, a, it's a fucking eight-hour journey. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty slick. We, we tuned it out. And then you have to drive to San Fran. San Fran today, yeah, buddy. Yeah. That's a long drive. Uh-huh. Yeah, San Diego, pop down there, hang out a couple... Couple Marines, the D- Dominguez twins. Oh, they're they're ball, dude. Nice. They're Podcast and stuff down there too. Yeah. So yeah. The, as luckily I had both of them. They're brothers, um, and they both had a storied lives together. Oh, so man. then I was like, all right, gotta come up here, and I'm trying to get like the Sentinel Society guys. Have you seen those guys? I haven't. Yeah, I've heard of them. I haven't. I've, I haven't met yeah. them yet. Uh, uh, I've been trying to hang out with them, and this was. But things just didn't line up yesterday. Yeah. The traffic got me. I couldn't get my, couldn't get my rental car. It was a roller coaster of freaking emotions. It's a pretty awesome state of California, right? <laughs> it was like so. My my credit pros and cons, dude. Like like my 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 phone bill came out on my credit card. My credit I use a small limit credit card specifically for travel. And so it, as soon as they did the credit the, the the car rental, it went over the limit. <laughs> Canceled my fucking card. And they won't run it again for 24 hours. I'm like, fuck. Oh, so you were stuck. I was stuck. I'm like, bro, can you help me out? And he's like, I got you. I'm like, oh, shit. I need a... And I was like, I'll pay you. I'll, I'll like, like, I'll demo Zillow, yeah, yeah. Zill, your, Zill your shit for the price of this, just to, just so that you have it. Yeah. And then when said, turn it in, and they gave you and they give you the reimbursement, and you can just send me the difference back. They'll yeah. Be, you'll be like, yeah, man, it'll be square. Do that. Works out. I'm like, and I'm trying to send him the money. Uh-oh. It doesn't work. And I'm driving up just furious as hell, like fuck! I and I don't, I don't want to, do, I don't want to hang my bra at the dry. Oh my god, this, 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 and the third. And then this morning, I was like, I go back on the app and I'm like, hey, look, here's a, a thing pending. I'm like, oh thank god, click, sent. And I was like, bro, did you get it? He's like, it's money, buddy. And I'm like, yes, nice, yes. Fuck yeah, <laughs> so that, no, that's handy. That like had me on pins and needles all last night. Um, ended up. Linking up with a, a buddy, um, Cognitive Eyes, name's Andrew. He's an Armenian. Oh, nice. But um, he's an Army National Guard intel guy. He Fuck, went yeah. over to Armenia for the 40-day war that happened over there back oh, in 2012. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he got over there, did some NGO work, and, like, we, we got to talking last night up in Glendale, which is, like, little Armenia, man. Dude, it is. Oh, uh, there's just... There's some good-ass food up there. There's great food, beautiful women oh oh my god I, I was a good boy though i was a good boy Armenia. Um, man it was it was good times it was good times and uh we met him through uh this um uh uh instagram page and like discord oh, channel nice. um started as croton report and then became kit bag conversations oh nice the two guys who run the page i, I can't believe we i never ran across them when i was in um matt and cody one's 
uh, uh, Recon Intel. Oh, He's nice. contracting now. Um, and then uh, the other one was Army Intel. Mm, and nice. he, he did some cool stuff. But, uh, and so, like, it's just like this channel for autistic Intel dweebs nice. <laughs> come together. And so, and Andrew was here. And I was like, "Hey, man, I'm not gonna be able to see these guys. I've been because they're they're done out of the studio because right. uh, they do the Call of Duty like motion capture. Oh shit! Yeah, and then the other one uh, who's from from the page, he he's a firefighter and it's fire season, so he oh he's he's busy. He's shit. busy shit. So I, I was like, fuck. And he's like, oh man, come on over here. I'll hook you up. <laughs> it was it was a good time. I had a great time with him last night. Okay. So that, that was good. But hey, man." For the audience, who are you? What do you do? Where have you been? So, okay. Uh, my name's Jagger Snurley. Uh, I'm a weapons and tactics instructor here at Low Signature Resource Center. Um, it's kind of my baby so far on the yeah. West Coast. It's uh, kind of a crazy place. There's uh, We have a full-scale kill house, like a 3,500-square-foot kill house. We have simulators. We have live fire workshops. The whole kind of gambit of stuff you would want to learn, you know, from uh, medical skills, shooting skills, field craft skills, anything you can think of, we're teaching it here. And then on top of that, um, I'm also the owner of Recon Circo, That's clothing right. brand. And yeah, dude, it's it's a uh, it's busy, you know. It's I left uh, I left the Marine Corps. I was a, a scout sniper with two four in the Marine Corps, and nice. I left. Yeah, I left in uh, 2020. Did some contracting and stuff, and then finally decided you know hey i'm done working for people right i i like uh i like you know doing the nine to five deal but at the end of the day i'm always um you know maybe adhd or something's kicking into where i have to be doing something all the time so yeah. i figured hey i'll start my first business so that was recon circo and then um next was lsrc so yeah dude there's yeah a buddy. lot of irons in the fire right now oh yeah that's why so, i love I, that's why i love it man yeah it's fucking amazing. But well, I'm impressed with the place. It's nice. Yeah, thanks, dude. Like modular shoot house and simulator, and like you, you've got it set up. Uh, where you were describing it to me earlier is it's kind of like a gym. Yeah. You, you come in, you get your initial training, but then like, hey, come in and get your reps. Come yeah. in and, and and practice the skill set and set up that way. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. That's unique, and that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because my, my biggest thing, you know, we were doing the, you know, normal, hey, we're doing a rifle course or a pistol course or, hey, we're going to go do a long gun course. Whatever type of live fire we were doing, it was great. Um, and, you know, I had quite a few students that were coming monthly, but like you said, they wouldn't come in, uh, you know, every month. They would come, you know, every three months. And in between there, uh, you know, everyone everyone's, uh, you know, word they're using now is perishable, right? I just say use it or lose it type thing mm -hmm. if you don't shoot you don't train uh on a consistent basis you're gonna be you know yep you're not ready man right so that was kind of the reason we did that and then for the facility it's basically uh in between those live fire classes they come in once once a week twice a week for an hour at a time it doesn't take much mm -hmm. you know kind of like dry firing and stuff and at the facility we're just putting putting them through their paces with like a whole you know, curriculum and stuff we got going on. So what, yeah. I, what I really like about that um, is like it. Sometimes it takes a separate facility, right? Sometimes yeah. it takes some physical disassociation from your home, from your place of comfort, to actually sit down and study. Yeah. Sit down and and, and practice skills. 
because it's it's difficult because you're like fuck oh man i gotta clean up the house oh i gotta do this oh yeah. honey do list oh the truck needs work on oh shit and then all of a sudden that time i spent you know that allotted hour or two hours of dry fire messing around with lock picks or some shit gone yeah it vanishes because you're like oh i gotta focus on other things but but when it's gym time yeah you load your gym bag in the truck yeah you exactly. go to the gym there's the sanctuary of sweat Yep, there it is. You know, and, and you're there to work, and you just you focus on that skill set and what you're doing. So yeah. like, I really like that concept. I really like the design, and it seems to be working. And it's that's awesome, bro. dude. Yeah, man, it's it's a it's a process for sure. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it, but I mean, now we're we're going on two years um, being open. You know, working with like the local law enforcement, some military on Pendleton and stuff, and it's. It's getting where I want it to be. Good. Know, so. Good. Hell yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm just smiling here and here. We Dude. just met like fuck, maybe 30 minutes ago, yeah. and I'm ecstatic for you, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. But, um, shit. So, now that I got you here, man, this podcast is all about bringing all walks of life who go do amazing things and finding out why they do it. Gotcha. All right? So, like, I like to ask three stories. Three things from my guests, three stories, anecdotes, if you will, gotcha. about their lives and what they've gone through. Gotcha. And the one I really love to kick it off with is a story of adversity, something that was truly harrowing, truly difficult for you, and that brought about the most learning in your life. Gotcha. Um, God, there. Yeah. I think it, yeah, it's a good. It's a good question. Any any uh, person that's been through some shit probably has, you know. A, a story or two i feel like i have quite a few um my biggest one uh not to name names or anything in the military and just growing up you know there was always those people that were haters right or, mm. or people that wanted to you know put you down whether it was a school teacher or you know someone specific in the military or whatever it was right or at a job you know a bad boss and you know kind of stepping my way up through the ladder right of becoming a business owner of multiple businesses um i never treated it like um i was getting picked on per se it was it was more like hey you know why is this guy like the way he is or why is this gal the way she is how can i learn from this right how can i you know better myself i guess in a sense um you know and use it more more or less than feel sorry for myself so i always felt like that's good fuel you know i guess mm -hmm. is is uh having something to prove to people you know Okay. Like, uh, like, yeah, just, just all the way up. We had, uh, we had in, in the Marine Corps, I have a good one. I joined the sniper platoon, um, in dock. This is a good story. And it's all I've wanted to be my entire life. You know, since I was seven or eight years old, yeah. ghillie suits, building ghillie suits, hunting, you know, all that whole shit. All I did was shoot growing up and in the Marine Corps, you know, you got to go, to boot camp and you got to go to itb and then once you do itb you're in the fleet and um in the fleet they have or they had now they're they're phasing scout snipers out which is bullshit but they have in docks um and it's kind of like a tryout and for the tryout ended up doing the tryout usually they're anywhere from three days to a week week and a half long and it's just a sleigh fest right <laughs> and and it was me and a bunch of my peers you know we're all new guys to the marine corps and to the fleet and um, did the first day, ended up doing some land nav that day, and long story short, blew my knee out, Ooh. right? Yeah, so I was out, and I'm 
you know, on crutches in my barracks room, like, God damn, that was it, man. That was my one chance, you know, and everyone's telling me, yeah, dude, you fucked up. You're, you're done. And fast forward, they go to, um, select the guys for the end dock, the end of the end dock. And they say, you know, Hey, you're, you're on crutches. You're a broke dick. Now you got to still show up, you know, cause you tried out and they pick a couple of my peers names. They only took four of us. So, Hey, first guy gets called. Second guy gets called. Third guy gets called, you know, and I'm just like, well, shit, it's going to be a, you know, yeah. fat chance in hell, man, that I'm going to get picked. I was the fourth name picked. Right. And all these other guys, um, you know, they made it through the whole end dock, Right. So for me, that was kind of the start of it. Um, was like, God damn, now I really have to prove myself. You know, I feel like I'm not even worthy of this cause I didn't complete the end dock. So I spend, I spend the next, um, two years, two and a half years, you know, working my ass off as a pig to prove myself to all these guys. Um, and that caused a lot of adversity, right? There's, yeah. there's a, a lot of hate that comes with it. You know, Hey man, you didn't earn your spot here type thing. Um, and then, yeah, finally get a spot to go to sniper school, go to sniper school, pass with flying colors. And interesting. Yeah. It, it, uh, it was, it was a good time in the Marine Corps, you know, cause it builds, it builds character, right? <laughs> looking, looking at it now, I'm like, wow, it built a lot of character during, I was like, dude, this fucking sucks, man. Like yes. sniper school was a breeze compared to just, um, everyday life, you know, but that's, I don't, uh, I don't, um, speak negatively about any of them. You know, I, I think, uh, it's made me who I am today, you know. Oh, so. I'll, I'll 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 put everyone on the bus on my fucking side. Yeah, that right. was fucking bullshit. But I mean, like, no, no, I'm just joking about that. Like, it, my I did not have the best career at all. In fact, yeah. it was kind of trash. I'll be the first to admit that. I mean, it was very difficult to come to terms with that shit. Yeah. But like, you know, when you're young, naive, and you have no fucking clue what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. And you encounter shit that you've never really encountered before, like in inner office politics yeah in the setting of the marine corps in which you know you're an ideological like you know paladin of an individual yep. who just wants to do good for everyone around you yeah exactly and people take advantage of that shit and you oh, don't know yeah. how to you don't know how to react to that so you react poorly yeah like i did and i yeah. fucked i fucked i fucked everything up i had a part to play in my shitty career yeah oh well i didn't learn at, until afterwards oh Oh, that's what I did wrong. Yeah. You know, and I was so bitter. I was yeah. so bitter about my experience. I didn't like look and focus on myself and say, yeah. okay, what can I now learn from this? Now, and now I, now I can say, I can look back on it and be like, I learned a shit ton yeah. from the Marine Corps that if I did not learn, yeah, same. there was moments later on in my life that if I, if I didn't go through the crucible that I went through in the Marine Corps, I would have been broken. Yeah, exactly. In moments. So I'm glad that I had to go through that. Yeah, same. And thank God he was looking out for me and by his grace, and I was able to receive my honorable discharge. Yeah. I'm very thankful for that. <laughs> um, very, very thankful for that. And so, yeah, I can understand that. I can understand yeah. when everyone's looking at you, like, you, you ain't amount to shit. Yeah. You're going to get kicked out. Fuck you. You're done. Yeah, we're gonna murder you. We're gonna, you did what you did. We're gonna put you underneath the ground. It's and it's miserable to sit yeah. there and listen to a, a senior enlisted that you may you might look up to. Yeah, exactly. And they just treat you like hell. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Now and then on your side of fence, you're like, hey, I proved myself in someone's eyes. 
they and they they are taking me underneath their wing and giving me a chance but to my peers yeah. they don't think I'm, I'm i'm worthy yeah that's that's tough it was it was really tough yeah and i mean it it uh you know like i said there's there's uh guys you know like you said i'm looking up to these senior enlisted guys and senior officer guys and stuff and just even them man just destroy me right and i mean looking back on it now it's it's maybe one tough motherfucker i feel like you know like i i uh i learned a lot and i got a lot out of that so end of the day you know it's water under the under the bridge for me with that yeah. shit so. and, and sometimes they do it on purpose to build you up yeah sometimes they're assholes and it's like a traditional thing hey we went through the shit and got our shit kicked in so now we're gonna kick your shit yeah. in too which it wasn't yeah it wasn't necessarily that it was just straight up fucking just fuck you yeah we hate you Ooh. you know you're, oh it's rough you're, yeah you're not a it's rough you're not one of us type thing but now you know i do a lot of good now for the community and stuff and try to give back so hey that's good that, yeah. that makes us who we are today yeah yeah you got to earn it every day type thing so and that that's another lesson too you have to earn it Every, every fucking day. day every day and it's, it's not 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 for those around you it honestly comes down to us we, yeah we earn it for ourselves yeah, did exactly. we do enough to, to make ourselves feel good yeah. did we do enough to our capabilities and our abilities no all right well we got to make better how do we make better and that's what changes yeah. us yeah, not, exactly. i found find that to be what i'm going through every single day yeah dude it's it's tough man you know and that's that's why you know you got to build that community kind of around you mm-hmm because that's as for me, I, I do a lot of stuff for myself, um, but I, I also enjoy, you know, seeing a lot of other people benefit. That's why I'm an instructor, too. It's like the best feeling of like, damn, yeah, he, I taught that dude something. And he's he's enjoying it. And he's benefiting from that, you know, so and when you see them succeed. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? Fucking, isn't it beautiful? It's like, oh, I can yeah, cry right beautiful. now, but I'm not going to cry. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, oh, oh, man, let's let's let's, go, let's capture that high a little bit and let, let's. Tell me something about a moment of triumph. You are at your you're at your peak. You're at your A game, and you can feel it coming, and you triumph. What was that like? Um, God, let me think. There's, I mean, there's lots of instances too where I feel like I've I've made that triumph. Um, shit, even you know that in doc was one of them. You know, I'm like, God, oh, this is this is gonna be bad. I'm gonna get roasted. But hey, I've uh, you know, not made it, but hey, I've made it in, you know, and then moving forward, you know, if we just talk about military experiences. Um, if we talk about military experiences, you know, I would say specifically it's like graduation was a good one from Scott yeah. Sniper School. You know, we do um, the death hike is what they call it. And it's, okay. I don't know if you're familiar with um, Camp Pendleton. Are you at all? I am a Hollywood Marine, sir. There you go, dude. Yeah. So, um, so Las Polgas Gate, um, uh-huh. that's where we start for the death hike, and we go um, all the way up the Dragon's Back, pretty much. We hike nice um, into the hills, come over the top of that into Horno, um, do a bunch of fuck fuck games on Old Smoky and stuff, go back up the hill. It's it's an all-night ordeal with CS gas and moving to contacts and cover fire and nine lines all the bullshit um while you and your buddies you know are just straight fucking suffering um that was that was a, a real high high moment once we got done with that you know it's the sun's coming up it's fuck 4 a.m or 5 a.m you just went through hell with your buddies and um you know they make you do your last 25 and 5 which is like something we all do in 
in the scout sniper community, you like elevate your heels and fucking just push and slay yourself. Uh, and then when we got up, uh, you know, they issue us our hog's tooth, mm. put it on your chest, um, and then basically just fucking just punch it into your chest. Everyone goes down down the line, all the instructors and stuff on the cadre. And that's that's a pretty that was a pretty high moment, you know. And then I my favorite part about that was there's a saying we use uh, suffer patiently, patiently suffer. So we get done with that sleigh, we have all our packs and stuff, we have our hog's teeth on, and they're like, all right, peace, see you back at the classroom. They all load up in their vehicles. And <laughs> they leave you in the dust. Leave us in the dust. Yeah, and <laughs> and it's I mean it was it was that was the most fun hike I've probably ever had in my life was just walking back from that. Um, you know, cause it was, it was probably a mile or maybe a mile and a half or whatever, but shit, it felt like two seconds, you yeah. know, cause everyone's just on this high and the pack was the lightest pack you felt like you've carried. And nice. And then we all got to the classroom and everyone, um, took a big fucking nap on all the desks in the classroom, you know? So it was, it was pretty cool. That, that was a high. Um, and then like other highs, uh, you know, I've had, I would say, um, uh, the first sale I made, um, with Recon Circo, the clothing brand, I, oh, okay. I, uh, I basically started that in the, in the hopes of like, Hey, I can just get, you know, a little bit of income coming in. I didn't think it was going to be a full-time job or, or whatever. I did a lot of art and stuff all the time. And I was like, Hey, you know, um, I'll start drawing tattoos for my buddies. Right. And I would draw a tattoo here or there. And they'd be like, dude, that's fucking awesome. I have to get that same tattoo. And I was like, well, you can't get the same tattoo, you know, you guys can only get so many matching tattoos together, you know, and that, we're all Eskimo brothers. Yeah. That was all the, that was all the buddies. They were doing that. And I'm like, Hey, how about, um, you know, I just put these designs on stickers so everyone can have one. And so I did that. Slaps. And then I was like, okay, shit. I sold, you know, I didn't make much like 20 stickers. I'm like, Oh shit. I, and they weren't expensive. It was like two bucks or something. Yeah. Sold all those stickers fast. That was like, I made 60 bucks or, you know, 40 bucks and two minutes type thing. I wonder if I could do this on a bigger scale. So then I put them on uh, shirts and just went down the roster of buddies. Like, hey, do you want a shirt? You want a shirt? Yep, 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 yep. Oh, family, you guys want shirts? Yeah. Oh, family, friends, you guys want shirts? And I had, you know, 100 shirts type thing. So I was like, shit, what do I do now? I got to make these shirts. You know, I was like empty promises. They've paid. What do I do? And, um... Yeah, went went and got a made, and I basically uh, made a few hundred bucks off that, and then just kept recycling that money until I got uh, like a couple thousand dollars, and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna start like a website, you know, and see if someone bites on this. If someone actually goes to the website and buys something." And yeah, that was a high moment too when it was like Shopify does like a little cash register ringtone when you make a. Nice. Uh, sale like you're like oh and i'm like well oh, i've never heard that ringtone before what was that you know and some guy bought a shirt from me or whatever um it was from like a foreign country you know he wasn't even, <laughs> and i'm like whatever man you know this is the start of it and it's just been growing from there you know and same thing with lsrc every time i um start something you know we have all these people come in and all the support it's it's a pretty cool feeling you know like wow i'm doing something good you know nice so so yeah that's awesome dude yeah that that's awesome i can see it on your face right now it's just like this moment like oh i'm memory remembering my success and dude, it's yeah. fueling me to keep going I that's love what it. i do it why well, i, I do it, it man i love it yeah that's so. that's amazing bro like 
triumph is kind of hard, kind of hard to, 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 to look at because we as, we as human beings, we, we want to, we, we love the suffering. Yeah. Honestly. And, and we focus on the negative because we never want the negative to happen. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like that's the psychology of it, but we never like stop and reminisce on that success. Yeah. Cause it's, it's real quick. It's fleeting. Oh, you got the high. All right. Move on right to the next yep. challenge. Uh, uh, and see if we can grow further. And like sometimes, sometimes though, we needed a little break from ourselves. Oh, we need to crack a cold one, sit back, and be like, "Damn, that was awesome!" And fucking just sit there in our memory for yep. a little bit. Yeah, huh? It's a it's a good feeling. It's oh, a yeah, good feeling. It's a great sometimes. feeling. And the uh, um, last one, last one, I want you to say, like, okay, come on, you you went through the Marine Corps, you're a scout sniper. There's had to be a moment of fuckery where oh, yeah. you just busted up laughing. You couldn't help yourself. Some a story you tell all the time to your buddies over beers. Fuck, there's so right many. Um, God, I have I have so fucking many. Um, good boot camp ones. Let me think. I don't even know, man. Give me Fuck. the dirtiest, raunchiest, man. The ones that are just making. I cringy. I have a I have a good one uh, in boot camp. This is funny telling boot camp stories, but it's one that always has stuck with me. Um, we're uh we're in boot camp right and i mean i just fucking boot camp was the most fun i've had it was such such a a good laugh you know every day um because growing so that's the other thing growing up i, I went to devil pups which okay. was like uh i don't know if, you, if you're familiar with it but it basically i'm this idaho kid you know at 13 14 years old that every summer i would go to pendleton and yeah and okay. just gets fucking screamed out by drill instructors and goes lay out in the field and swim and and do field skills and all that shit and so i was ready for boot camp i knew it was a fucking game i knew the game <laughs> uh, but we're doing we're doing a hygiene inspection one night and you know the snap and pop shit and they go the drill instructors come out of the duty hut and they go hey what's funny and someone you know was laughing and they're like, oh, he, he told a funny joke, you know, sir, whatever. And they're like, oh, uh, this recruit can laugh or whatever. Is, it, is that recruit fast or, you know, something? And we're like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, yes, sir, this recruit is fast. So they made him get his shoes out, right? And he's holding his, like, right fucking go faster, as they would say, in his right hand. Left go faster in his left hand. They go, all right, right go faster, right porthole, left go faster, uh, left porthole threw him out the window and then so we all did that right we all did that threw our shoes out the window and um they made us do basically one pair of clothes each right like a pair, a pair of skivvies a pair of green on green you know all that stuff and a pair of socks and they go all right you know you have fucking you have one minute 60 seconds to go and we're on the second floor you know so you got to run down well if you run to the right side of the building you know just right shoes <laughs> there's no right and left shoes and if you're on the left side if you're on the left side of the building it's just left shoes so as we're running down i was uh i was the guide at the time i'm, I'm yelling at one of the dudes i'm like hey man you know grab me like a size 10 and a half left and i'll grab you you know size 10 and a half right and they're like okay 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 man well we never saw each other again until we got up there and i had i had all i could scrap because i was the guy so i'm trying to help all the other dudes get their stuff uh so i didn't get fucking fired and I'm like, all right, what do we got? And and um, dude put on like a shoe. I had like a fucking size 13 and a size, you know, <laughs> goddamn eight or something on. Just barely fit in. And we're trying to trade them out. And we get up there. 
and they go, all right, okay, mix your underwear around. So we mix the underwear around. And everyone's wearing tight ass, fucking whitey tighties and <laughs> yeah, shit. Everything's making, too tight, too. Yeah, making snowballs. <laughs> and they're up there doing the snap and pop. And this big fucking, um, he's from Chicago or New York. His nuts are hanging out. <laughs> and we're all, we all see it. We're all just fucking laughing. And the drill instructor's like, you know, looking at his fingernails, looking at his skin going down looking at a stone you just use a heavier set dude and his fucking nutsacks hanging out and <laughs> what is that what the fuck is that yeah we're all just fucking dying you know and he's he's like screaming you know his balls hanging out his underwear like six inches from the drill instructor's face as he's knife handing i'm like what the fuck is that but yeah so that was a funny one and i mean shit dude there's just just non-stop stuff we another good one wasn't wasn't necessarily funny it was is funny it's funny now um we're doing a a mission in australia and it was me and my sniper team and my team leader fuck man terrified of of uh of like supernatural shit so we're 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 hyping him up on it there's like some ghost stories the aborigines and shit would tell Uh uh-huh uh-huh we're hyping him up on it we're driving he's like dude shut the fuck up you know screaming and shit and you could tell he's really scared and we're uh we're going just straight through the brush there's no road and we're just gunning it was like 40 or 50 miles an hour and we totaled oh we totaled this razor on a stump yeah oh no so we're stuck out in the middle of the the night (laughs) in fucking you know the area where these supernatural type fucking scary shit was going on so that that, that was funny as fuck man just that that whole evening of oh what the fuck do we do can we get this winnebago's gonna come and get you man yeah can we get this can we get this razor out unstuck all the uh forward arms are broken off you know we're fucked what do we do but that was another good good time but yeah dude it's there's a lot of fun times that's one thing i i really enjoy about the marine corps is all the good times you have with your buddies and just the you know during which you're like, damn, sometimes this shit ain't funny. But looking back on it, you're like, that was like the funniest shit. Man. <laughs> so like those moments where you just, you're so exhausted. You're so done. And the stupidest fucking thing happens yeah. in front of your face. And you don't even react. You're like, what? And then like later, you're like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That was fun. Yeah, oh, man. That's, that's awesome, bro. Yeah. Australia? Nice, man. That, that was, was fun. Australia yeah. was fun. It was a good deployment. Nice. I would go back. I'm I'm actually trying to go back. I have a lot of uh, recon circle. There's a lot of dudes from Australia that that buy stuff down there. I'm really grateful for for that crowd as well. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just did a podcast from a guy from Australia. Oh yeah. yeah. Who? Yeah. Um, it's a uh, the Gunfighter Project podcast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. But um, yeah, dude. It's it's good. There's a lot of shit. <laughs> That's awesome, man. You you got a business to run. I got to run. Go do some more podcasting. But quick, where can people find you? Um, okay, cool. So uh, the clothing brand, it's, uh, its full name is Reconnaissance and Surveillance Company. Um, the website for that is reconsurco.com, R-E-C-O-N-S-U-R-C-O.com. And that's for, like, clothing and tactical nylon goods and stuff. And then for the training center, we're located in – 
Placentia. Thank you for California. listening to the um, Badass Adventure Disney Podcast. If you like what you listen to, please like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get Avenue. your podcast. Um, and if you're feeling a little squirrely, go ahead and write me a review and tell me how I'm doing. And until next time, get out there and get it. And yeah, we do the first tour and stuff. We do like a free training and a tour of the facility and yeah, trying to just spread the word about this place. Yeah, man. Hey, I'll send this over to you. You can spread it to all your stuff because I'm not sponsoring anything. This yeah, is, dude, yeah. This is fun, man. This is fun. This is my legacy sort of project and having yeah, fun dude. meeting cool people like yourself. So I'll I'll send you over the audio that you can mix and match and do whatever you want with. I'll send cool. you the ad. I want to post it to Instagram, uh, and all that fun happy shit. Cool. Dude. Yeah, totally, dude. Yeah, I'll share the shit out of it.